Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. In this episode, researcher Asha Marie Kaur explores our sense of place through the Persian-influenced Shabbat of Guru Nanak Sahib. She explains that by observing the Sufi traditions of Maqam, it can help us cope with our limited space due to the COVID-19 pandemic. These lines are from Shabbat revealed by Guru Nanak Sahib in Sri Rag on page 64 of the Guru Granth Sahib. In these lines, imbued with hybridized Persian influence, the word Maqam takes on a new meaning. Allahu Alech Agam Qadr Kare Nahar Kareem Allah is unseeable, the unattainable, the all-powerful, the creator-maker, the bountiful. Subdunya Avanjavani Mukama Ek Rahim All creation comes and goes. It is the provider, the one that brings permanence. Mukama Tisno Achai Jisisne Hovi only one who does not have destiny written on their forehead is in a state of permanence. Asman darti chalsi mukam uhi ek. The sky and earth goes, there is only permanence in the one. Dinarab chale, nisis chale, The sun leaves after the day, the moon after the night, hundreds of thousands of stars vanish. Mukam uhi ek Nanak such bugoy. Nanak tells the eternal truth. There is only permanence in the one. Makam. A dwelling, occasion, place, or position. A noun of place from the verb kama, to get up, from the root kaf vav mim in Arabic. In Sufism, Maqam is an abode, or waystation. It feels like an apt time to be discussing place, Maqam, since within a month, so many of our physical spaces now exist out of our reach. We may feel we have lost them, but Gurbani reveals to us that everything in our world is a constantly shifting, changing illusion. What goes beyond our sight is not lost. In the lines of this Shabbat that begin with Allahu Alech Agam, Gurudanak Sahib opens by invoking the qualities of the Creator. However, the central principle brought forward is that of Makam. Makam simply in Persian or the usage, as noted above, means place, but is also often used to convey a place in a journey, a way station, or abode. In most English translations of the Guru Granth Sahib, halfway through the Shabbat, beginning with these lines, Makam is no longer communicated as place. Guru Nanak Sahib begins to use Makam as an adjective, describing the Creator, the One, Ikonkar, as Makam. Ikonkar is the ultimate force in the Sikh paradigm, and therefore is the only being that retains true permanence. Makam begins to be translated as permanent. But how can a way station or abode, a place along a journey, 
go from being a temporary resting place to a representation of all that is permanent. When I first dove deeper into the Shabbat, I was unsure why the translation shift within the Shabbat was so consistent across available translations. Where was this coming from? But Gurbani teaches us to go to the source, and so that was the next logical step I took in order to uncover the essence of the Shabbat. Makam became waystation in South Asian spiritual usage because the term also acts as a principle in Sufi Islamic practice. In Sufi practice, there are levels of connection with the divine. Types of connection are divided into two categories, hal, meaning current state or situation in Persian and Urdu usage, and makam, meaning place. The state of hal is not within a person's control. It is a moment of connection with the divine that occurs spontaneously and it is euphoric, but cannot be held on to. In contrast, Makam is a level of connection that lies in a particular spiritual path. A Sufi must work intently to get to a certain Makam. Once one arrives at a way station, the progress made cannot be lost. Gurdanatic Saib is using the word Makam here to tell us that the only way to attain a truly permanent state of divine being is to reunite with the One. The final way station is the one. Gurdanatic Sahib references the Vedic teaching that destiny is written on our forehead, also found in the Shabbat Hamjeo Jimi, explaining that we all have an inevitable destiny in which our self will be destroyed, only the one does not. We will vanish, we will all go in cycles, as the sun disappears after the day, the moon after the night, as stars explode at the end of their life. Only the one remains, and only the one can receive us at its final station. This Gurudanak Sahib says, is the ultimate truth. Sitting here now, in a pandemic lockdown, in my now much more limited personal, physical space, reveals another set of distinctions between the ways of interacting in my world that are like Hall, and the ways that are like the Makam that Gurudanak Sahib presents for us. There are places that we stumble into, and places that we create. My experience with most of the physical spaces in my life has been inherently fleeting, and I think that's true for most of us. The restaurants, the coffee shops, the museums, even people's houses, as people move and relationships exist beyond particular spaces. But right now, interaction lives on. Much of this is thanks to the internet, which allows for the continued feeling of connection over time and space. But even before the internet existed, people were connected. Even in times where physical isolation became the reality for survival, love and creation were the forces that propelled humanity through such times. Love allows us to reflect on our past, and creation allows us to project ourselves in the future. Both of these acts collapse the rigidity of time and space and allow us to live in a creator-like state where we are free and not bound by a particular set of circumstances. That is true permanence. That is how Makam comes to describe being permanent. Entering the vastness of our own minds can be a daunting experience. But when we carve out space for love and creation within our mental space, we are doing the intentional, difficult work of setting up Makam in our own lives. Places we stumble into that are hall-like might give us a sense of euphoria but that feeling fades quickly when our circumstances change. Makam, we can always hold on to. I want to leave listeners with a gentle reminder that it is okay to be not okay. 
Gurdanonic's side throughout the Shabbat he revealed was honest about his emotional pains, shortcomings, and difficulties. The path toward overcoming these challenges is not an easy one. To carve out a truly permanent mindset that is truly resilient, we must first allow ourselves to feel, even if that causes us to falter. Some of us may feel guilty for feeling pain in these times if our situation is comparably okay to others. But remember, Grabani reveals that separation is an illusion. You are feeling the pain of a collective struggle. If you're interested in taking a deeper look into the language of the lines of the Shabbat, please read the article accompanying this podcast. I hope that by immersing ourselves in Shabbat, we can all find ourselves one step closer to finding our own Makam. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.